What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Cabbage Cart Podcast, your weekly source for all things Avatar. That includes Avatar The Last Airbender, The Legend of Korra, the graphic novels, and books. Fair warning, this podcast will contain spoilers for all Avatar content. With that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. This week on The Cart, we continue our discussion on Season 2 Legend of Korra side characters. And Austin's not here, so we can finally talk about the Dragon Prince. We are your hosts, I'm Ian. I'm Ricky, and this is the Cabbage Cart Podcast. And welcome back to the Cabbage Cart Podcast. This week, we'll see, we don't have Austin in the studio. No, no, no. He uh, took advantage of some vacation days. Yeah, needed, needed some time off. And uh, yeah, he's out in uh, Boise, Idaho. <laughs> Boise, <laughs> Boise, Idaho, yeah. <laughs> Whenever, like... Picking himself some potatoes. Yeah, something like that. Let's just, anytime one of us is gone, let's just find an obscure obscure city to send us to. <laughs> Delaware. Delaware. Oh, we're in we're Delaware. We're in Delaware. <laughs> But that's okay. We got a fun show planned for you today. Uh, we're going to be going over the season two side characters from Legend of Korra. And then yep. later on, we're going to actually be talking about Dragon Prince a little bit because Austin's never seen it. Since Austin wants to be a butthead and not really go through and nope. watch it. So. No, nope. but I did this week and I really enjoyed it. So we're going to save that to the end of the episode. I just want to say there's going to be Dragon Prince spoilers because I got some stuff spoiled for me and I don't want that to happen to y'all. So, so, but we'll give you another warning before we go into Dragon Prince. But other than that, let's get into some new stuff we got. There's not much for Avatar news this no, week. No news. I didn't really see any news. Uh, but uh, we, all of us, were pretty much able to pick up some some uh, Avatar merch throughout the week. Mm-hmm. So. Let's start with actually the library edition. The library edition? Yeah. yeah we, uh, we were able to pick up uh, Imbalance. Where Austin was able to pick up Imbalance. He was out of town. Uh, last weekend as well, um, and yeah, the, the, this completes our collection. We yep. we we have every promise, uh, search, rift, north and south, smoke and shadow, and yeah, balance. and balance. So everything we'll, on library edition. Definitely going to be going through imbalance because I don't think any of us know exactly what it's all about. No, <laughs> we have zero clue what imbalance is about. No, I have. Or in, or smoke and shadow. I don't really know what goes on in that one. Uh, Which smoke and shadow is is uh has a lot to do with Azula. Yeah, yeah. But that that kind of really excites me for imbalance because I like it's the only story that it's that it's like completely foreign to me. I think. Right. I think I know like a little bit of what happens in all the other ones, right, but right. not imbalance at all. And then also we have. I think they're both called legacy books. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah, legacy. So, what do you have in front of you there? So, I have the Last Airbender uh, legacy, and it's pretty much the legacy of Aang. Uh, and it goes. <laughs> Actually, I kind of I wanted you to go over yours first because uh, there's a little funny tidbit about. Okay. So <laughs> I have I have in front of in front of me I have Legacy of the Fire Nation, um, which. At the beginning of it, it says, a gift for Zuko. My dear Prince Zuko, the following pages are my gift to you, my prince. They're part letter, part memory book. And while they may certainly benefit from some trimming, these pages represent the truth. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, sorry. I was reading. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's basically, that's I wrote to Zuko. And it's um, it goes over, like, different... Oh man! Oh man! This is so cool. Like, look, the secret of the white lotus, and, oh, and it's, yeah, it's like dude. art books with, um, 
conjoining ba- background yeah, stuff in it. Conjoining yeah. stuff. It's got little pieces of paper like folded into it, like little letters. Um, and it, I think this is really going to – I think the point of these books is just to kind of expand the canon right. and give some backstory to it. And I'm really excited to dive into these. These are so cool. So, so yeah. So the book that I have is is basically Aang's legacy. And it has – it's a picture of adult Aang uh, with young Tenzin next to him, which I think is, is fucking cool in and of itself. But it goes through um, everything that Aang went through and, and uh, it's – it talks about the Avatar and and all the Avatars uh, previous. Uh, it goes through. Really, it's it, got Kyoshi in there. Uh, well, yeah, a little little uh, oh, okay. little, a little snippet. It doesn't go deep into Kyoshi, but um, I wish we had something that went deep into Kyoshi. Right, but well, then you come up with something like that. Uh, it goes over the Hundred Year War, uh, all that kind of good stuff. Little, uh, oh, it has the it has the Sozin and Roku uh, oh, mi- mini comic on the inside. That's that's super dope, and it goes over Team Avatar. Or the or the gang as we like to call them. Uh huh. Individually. <laughs> Individually, it does. There's there's a um, as I can see here, there's four people in Team Avatar. Can you guess the four people in Team Avatar? Do they do they do Sokka <laughs> dirty like that? No. Is it Toph, no. Katara? It's Katara, Sokka, Toph, and Zuko. Do you know who's not in Team Avatar? <laughs> Suki. <laughs> Okay, okay, so they don't count get A <laughs> yeah. as part of the game. Right, 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 right. Okay, so it's those four. Man, <laughs> why? Suki is always getting done dirty. Wait, I said five people, didn't I? No, you said four. I said four. Oh, yeah, that's four. You said four. Yeah, Suki, Suki's getting done dirty, yeah. So uh, so Clark vindicated here a little bit because <laughs> she is not – Suki's not in Team Avatar does, according to the Legacy book. Does that have, like, all these, like, pop-up yeah, things? Yeah, yeah. Like, here's a, here's a menu for the – the uh, jasmine dragon oh that's so cool yeah dude yeah. like i don't want to these pull out you can tell because like a like a like a flip-up book yeah. or whatever i think that yeah yeah this goes over the air nomads it goes over um all the southern air temple the northern air temple all the different air temples uh man this goes through the tools that that the airbenders use Oh yeah, man! This is, this this is, is great. I actually just found out about these books too, not too long ago. They've right. been around for a while, I think. Um, this oh, this one has the uh, water scroll. Uh, oh. The little pullout has a the water scroll. Oh, that, that's that, dope. That Katara yeah. has. No, so, oh, I'm sorry. 2020. So yeah, this one says 2020. These are these are pretty pretty new. Uh, I, I believe I've seen them. I when I went and got uh, the rift. I, I think I saw this uh-huh. sitting there. And I just I didn't pick it up. I don't know. The art is really really yeah. well done. Yeah, there's all kinds of different artwork in here. Yeah, adult. Look at that, the adult gang right there. Nice. That's cool, man. So yeah, uh, legacy books. Uh, if you were looking to get into deeper lore and and uh, where everything else came from and all that kind of good stuff, right. pick pick these up. These are freaking cool. And you know what? We're going to go through these, and we might do a whole episode around them. If there's, if it really dives that deep into war, it, we, it we could probably we could probably easily do a whole entire episode about them. <laughs> you know? It, about... it looks like Clark also picked up uh, The Empire Strikes Back, the William Shakespeare edition. What's it? What's the... <laughs> it's basically Empire Stri- Strikes Back. Striketh the... Back or something? Uh-huh. Yeah. Empire Striketh Back, yeah. yeah. And it has Yoda in a... In a uh, William Shakespeare. Uh, uh, another thing, I actually went to Goodwill and I went, oh, yeah. I went uh, uh, Goodwilling, I guess, or thrifting this week because it's kind of what I do. 
And I was able to find the entire uh, Atlas series on DVD. Like the original. The original. Yeah. yeah. They like they have box sets and stuff already, but um, they, they, have, they originally put out volumes. Yeah. So it's like 40 discs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think season one's like five discs. Yeah. Season two is five discs and, and three is four. Did you get, because I saw in the photo that it showed individual volumes, but yeah. did you get the box set of each season or did you get all the DVDs? Um, so season one and season three, it was just the original volumes. Okay. And then I I meant to do some research on, on the, the releases of the DVDs, but the season two that I picked up was, was like a box set. Yeah. With so, all of them. With all of them. Yeah. Okay. So pretty cool. Pretty cool little... Uh, but shit, finding them all together. Yeah, it was good. To I, I, I saw I saw two volumes and I was like, oh shit, there's Avatar stuff. Oh cool. I'm like, well, there's gotta be there's volume three or three and four. I I need there's gotta be somewhere else. And like I look over and the entire set's right there. Nice. I'm like yank. How much was it? They were like a dollar thirty a piece. Oh nice. Yeah yeah. Nice. So like, I don't know, like fifteen bucks for the whole thing. Not even. Not even. Not even. Well, I got my since since Danny. Uh, <laughs> he gets the senior discount. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So, um, okay. So, are you ready to get in today's yeah, episode? Let's do it. Season two, Cora side character. Yeah, and it's okay that Austin's not here because he kind of doesn't know he that doesn't, much about Cora. He, he doesn't. He needs to need to brush up on your knowledge, there, buddy. There, yeah. Come on, buddy. All right. So, where did we want to start with our side characters from season two? Let's start with uh, Cooler Hakoda. Ooh, Cooler Hakoda. <laughs> we all know him. Yeah. All love him. Ton Rock. Ton Rock. Cora's father. So he gets... Is he introduced in season one? Do uh, we see him at we, all? We see him in season one when when you do the flashback of Korra and she's like, I'm the Avatar. Deal with it. Yeah. And he's just yeah. a younger Hakoda. You yeah. Don't, you don't really see him. He doesn't really come into play until season two. Season two, yeah. And he's... He's a really powerful bender, man. When he faces down with Unawak, that fight scene is so good. When he's... When... Uh, when they're doing the like the raid, the like the civil war that happens, mm-hmm. uh, and they're they're doing like like covert, uh, you know, raid. I oh, guess. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's it? The covert little mission. But I thought he wasn't involved in that. Wasn't he framed for that? Uh, no, I don't think so. Huh. During the civil war, wasn't there like an insurgents and then Unawak arrests Tonrock? Yeah, they they were they were trying to like they were fighting in the streets. Uh-huh. And then in uh, Tonrock almost almost got uh, Unalak, and like at the last second, Unalak just hit him with a big old wall of ice right in the face. Yeah, the, the whole scene is fantastic. Yeah, or like I, I remember specifically like Unalak sends this giant blast towards him, and Tonrock like skates over. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. That's, that, yeah. that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> that fight scene is so dope. He, and then in season three, Tonrock he he developed or he has that uh, like the the water tentacles climbers he yeah. does like yeah 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 so the same thing that uh what's what's the waterbender in the, the red lotus I uh think of her name uh right. yeah i know it too mingwa mingwa there we go uh, yeah he he has the same kind of tentacle water bending going on it's it's fucking cool. he shows down with zaheer he really does man. <laughs> he really really does and he fights he fights poli at the the well this is season three but he fights her at at the at the ice prison he's he goes there with zuko Right. Yeah, and right. she almost gets him. <laughs> she almost gets them both. So I think Tonrock kind of gets done dirty in season two. I really, I really do. Well, I mean, Korra in season two is kind of acting like, oh, you guys have been controlling me my whole life. Right. Ew, get away from me, you right. know, type of thing. And then, 
And then he's getting hosed by Unalak the whole series because Unalak is pulling streams, making him look bad. Right. You know, frames him, sentences him to prison or whatever. Right. So, yeah, yeah, he does get a little he, done He gets dirty. done dirty. And he, and he, he, does, he gets a redemption kind of arc in season three. What's he do at the end, though? Because doesn't Korra go and bust him out of jail after he's put in jail? Korra goes bust him out. See, I, I watched season two the most, and yeah, I, can't, I, I can't remember his, the end of his story. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I do love Tonrock, though. Like, it, He's a cool-looking character. I would like to see like a, like something come out where, where it's like a solo like focus on, on Tonrock. I, uh, Young Tonrock, maybe. When I um, – when I think of Ton Rock, I kind of I kind of think of uh, the Kelsang and and like uh, Genju and, and all them mm-hmm. when they're trying to find find Kiyoshi um, because he went around with with Sokka and and Zuko, Ten, Zuko and Tenzin. Yeah. So pre pre like the origin of Red Lotus, right? Right, to, right, right. The first assassination attempt against Korra. Right. Or actually, I believe their plan was to kidnap Korra and raise her. To be evil, really? Where did you I, see I that? I think that uh, I don't know. I was watching a, I was watching like a YouTube, like that would uh, be amazing. What's that YouTube series we love? That guy? Oh, uh, the the Among or something like that. The Amagi. Amagi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he <laughs> was talking about that evil avatar, basically, yeah. like le- legit avatar, but yeah. evil. Oh, yeah, man. and Unawak was a part of that, but it was Zahir's gang that got caught, and so Unawak was able to like wash his hands of it and look look good. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. I did yeah, not know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to see. I would love. Like, what would you think of like a like a spinoff comic of of Tonrock, younger Tonrock, doing something, and like Unalak's there, but Unalak like still good, kind of like a you like know? a Thor Loki kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah, that'd, yeah, be, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Knowing yeah, sure. knowing where they end up and like I don't know. I would love to see like just so many. I want to see a new Team Avatar Tales or something like that with just mini stories and stuff that we can go of non of non avatar like yeah. like no stories involving actually involving the avatar but well, being yeah but they had like a may and Taiwi story in there they had a suki story I tried to they find did... that. i couldn't find that that story maybe you're talking about it hmm, maybe uh i know it's in the little book i have so I'll, I'll have to bring that through but yeah if we could see if they release another one of those that just had little snippets i'm cool with that yeah because sure. some of them are silly some of them are serious it's sort of like um, Tales of Bossing Say. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, let's rank those, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> right now? <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's not cry. Yeah, right? God. <laughs> no tears today. Okay. So, Tonrock, uh, Cooler Hakoda. We... I think we can go I think we can go to Eska and Desna right now. Yeah. Let's keep it in the Water Tribe. Keep it in the Water Tribe. Oh, I like that. Keep it yeah. in the Water Tribe. Uh, Eska and Desna. Um, I can't remember who's who ever. I think never. Eska is 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 the chick. Is Aubrey Plaza? Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. Which I never knew. Like when I found that out, I'm like, oh, like yeah, it makes <laughs> sense. Like, well, I see. Yeah, I I my uh, yeah. When I first when I first uh, watched Korra, I was or I had already watched Parks and Rec, so I was like, oh shit. Okay, so I was about to ask. So. I mean, I feel like Aubrey Plaza got Aubrey Plaza got her, her she got made by Parks and Rec, you know. Yeah, I think so. So she was already like a name when she took up this role, or was that still going on? Uh, I think it was going on. Yeah. at the same time. Or or it might <laughs> Parks and Rec is so funny. Yeah. Uh, or maybe it might have been earlier. You know, we have Google. We could always check. I put a skittle between two <laughs> starbursts. <laughs> I find. 
the Starburst brings out <laughs> a similar, similar <laughs> flavor. <laughs> you know what I call that? A Skittle, a, a Skittle sandwich? No, but that would have been, been that's a good name though. <laughs> anyway, 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 anyway. Uh, so Eska, yeah, I'm, I want to find out which one is which. So the cool thing, I think it's Des. I think Desmond's the male. Yeah. They're really powerful waterbenders. When they're skating across the water right. to attack that attack Korra, right. that's crazy, dude. Uh, Eska is yeah, is Opie Plaza. Okay, is the is the Desna doesn't really. He's not really a focus at all. He's just kind of. Well, yeah, he's just there to. I mean, they're kind of two and one, kind of cock blocking and bowl in a little yeah. bit. <laughs> when when uh, that's in the. When do they when do they ride in the the side scooter? Yeah, is that that's still season two? Season two, yeah. <laughs> is there room for two? It's like yeah, but who's gonna who's gonna drive the? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Poor Bolin. Bolin. <laughs> um, they end up becoming like the leaders of the water tribe up north. Probably what after they, Unalak. After Unalak, yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're they go don't they go to uh to stop Poe as well? Yeah, yeah, they're there. Yeah, that's when Zuka's like I once. Sent a man of similar capabilities after the Avatar. Oh, did it work? <laughs> well, there's really not much to know about Eska and Desna, really. No, we see them do some cool stuff, like when they're opening up the, trying to open up the spirit portal with Unalak, and they've right. got these, um, and then you kind of see that Desna gets hurt, and then Eska, Eska goes to him, and and that's where she sees. Oh, like Unalak is kind yeah. of after his own shit. Right, he doesn't care about us really. No, so that's kind of like the turn for her character. Like it starts to turn. She's still a baddie at the end, until like and, the very end. Until Bolin is like, "I love you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she, we can't be together. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when Bo, when Bolin uh, had his uh, emo garb on. When they when they were getting ready to get married yeah, and stuff and Pabu uh, and Pabu yeah that's right Pabu had it too doesn't doesn't the male normally make the necklace for the woman <laughs> yes <laughs> he's got like a skull necklace on <laughs> a little choker that's rough buddy um man Bowen always gets freaking heartbroken that's, I think the, that's the whole point yeah. of his character hard on his sleeve type of guy yeah 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 where do you want to go next um so I really want to I uh, I really want to talk about Juan. Juan. Yeah, he's one. He's definitely one of my favorite, uh, favorite characters in all of all of Korra or all of uh, Avatar, really. Yeah. So actually, before this episode, we we're we we're going through our side characters, and we realized a lot of these are like pairing up. Yeah. Right. You, you know. Right. You know, we have uh, you know, Eska, Desna. We'll get into the other ones later, but you can't talk about Juan without really talking about Rava. Right. You and, know. And honestly, you can't talk about Rava uh, without really talking about Vatu. Right. Because they're one and the same, pretty much. They are yin and yang, yin and yang, whatever. Is it yang or yang? yang. Ang or ong? <laughs> let's, let's ask M Night. <laughs> oh God, M Night Shyamalan, where you at? Come on, yeah, come on. Um, so Juan, which the... is everyone's like. I mean, people have argued Juan is their favorite moment in Avatar. Period. Like, you know, really? some people are like, "This is my favorite Avatar moment." I, I see people hating on on the the Juan episodes. I think their hate comes from their hate of season two. Really? Yeah. See, that's, that's unfounded. I think. Uh, yeah we we had a whole episode, we had a whole episode. About... <laughs> yeah, season two doesn't suck. Yeah. Um. So Juan, um, he was a uh a street urchin basically. You know, from the fire turtle. From the fire turtle. Yeah. And uh, he was trying to street. Merchant, urchin, urchin, urchin. Or street, street, street rat. rat, yeah, <laughs> riff raff, street, street rat. rat. 
I don't buy that. Buy that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he was, he was some kind of he was some kind of Disney prince, uh, street urchin. Aladdin. <laughs> uh, Disney. Uh, anyway, street urchin trying to trying to make things work uh, for his family and for himself. Decided to steal fire, and he got uh, he got uh, kicked out. But the lion turtle let him keep his fire. Well, th- he needed to defend himself. Yeah, I don't know. That part always confused me because if he if because really he did the lion turtle dirty. He did. Well, he, so, he stole a, he stole the fire. So why did I wonder why the the lion turtle had like mercy on him? I mean, I don't know. He was a he. Maybe he he's a protector of the people. He wanted maybe the lion turtle could see a pure heart. Maybe that. That Maybe. one had. Well, I mean, he wasn't one with Rava yet, so I guess it doesn't. There's no connection at that point. Yeah, but could have, could have seen through the fact that he's more, he's not just a right. He hasn't realized his criminal. potential of right. you know right. And you know, he was doing. He stole fire to like steal from the rich, give to the poor type right. of thing. He, no one steals from the chins. No one. <laughs> um, that type of thing. Right. You know. Right. Um, Rava. Well, no, okay, let's let's finish. He what's what's he yeah. he ends up. So Juan meets uh another another uh, spirit a spirit by the name of I I, and I I protects the oasis. Yeah, it's like a spirit oasis outside where the the fire lion turtle resides. Uh, and he's actually voiced by Jason Marsden. Jason Marsden. So the reason we bring that up is like we recognize his voice, and then we looked at his IMDb. Actually, I didn't recognize his voice from II, but I recognize him from everything else that he's done. Yeah, and we kind of geek out over voice actors. Right, like right. it's so cool when you see. I love that the pictures where it just shows all the characters around and we've seen that at conventions a lot, you know, that'll be like their banner. And it's so cool because like you look and you're like, oh, like, oh, he did that one. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 So Jason Marsden is probably best known for playing uh, Max on Goof Troop. Yeah. Goofy movie. Goofy movie or or Goof Troop. Yeah. Yeah, Whatever. Is it Goof Troop or is it just Goofy movie? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure it's it's Goof Troop. Or I, I wonder if he, does he have multiple credits as Max? Uh, I think so. Don't you have him on, on your IMDb? I do. I do. He uh, also, I recognize his voice because I played Knights of the Old Republic. He's, he's right. credited like, it's like the same exact voice as I.I. that he does in that. So when you're playing through that game, you'll find like multiple NPCs throughout it. He's right. also done other credits in like the Old Republic, which is a, which is the MMO. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there was another one that I was like, oh, uh, he's. Spirited away. I've never seen it, but Haku, who'd you say? <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. But yeah, he was in Spirited Away. Uh, he like he was in like I think he was like Boy Meets World back in the day. He was like some some little kid, annoying little kid. Chester from Fairly Odd Parents. I know. Yeah, have never seen that. But. Yeah, his uh, his credits are are massive. It's like two hundred two hundred eleven credits to yeah. his name. Yeah, he's also uh, he also plays. I can't. Is it Huan? Huan? Juan? Juan Beifong? Is it Juan? Juan, Huan. Huan. I don't yeah. know. But we'll talk about him in, in when, when we, we talk about over. the Beifong episode. Yeah. All yeah. the Beifongs in that one episode. But yeah, he's 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 a Suyin's son. Yeah. Oh, but so this guy's just all over the place. He's all over the place. Yeah. I wanna I wanna meet him. He's a cool uh, um he's a cool dude. I've I've seen interviews. He seems pretty to be yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. If if I meet him, I'll get him to sign my coder 
There you go. Oh, my Nets of the Old Republic. There you go. I, have, I have Jennifer Hale on there. She was, uh, what else did she do? Jennifer. Kiyoshi. She does oh, Bastila and she's Kiyoshi. That's right. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, um, he does something, uh, he does something really freaky when, when Juan is getting attacked by, uh, the chins or is, is it the chins? It's the people from his turtle or something like that. Yeah. yeah. The guy he went out to hunt with. Oh, that's right. So Juan goes up and uh, he saves. saves oh, the, sa- he saves the Juan saves the the gazelle, thing. gazelle the cheetah gazelle <laughs> yeah. looking thing. It definitely has a name that we did not look it's up. Very uh, Miyazaki yeah. looking. Um, and then yeah, they try to they try to fight him or kill him or something, capture him, and then I I comes in and possesses one of them. Yeah, and, and he turns half spirit. He turns half spirit. So which which made me think his like his uncle or his his friend that's that's in his his uh hut who's like half tree yeah Did that's he, what happened that's that, what happened to him it must have, uh, have uh, spirit passed through him in the later uh Korra novels there's actually a i'm sorry uh Korra comics there's a villain that she fights that that uh he's like a leader of a gang and they're they're protecting the spirit portal in republic city the new one okay and a spirit passes through him and he becomes all mutilated and stuff really? and then he becomes a more powerful villain Really? You know, okay. yeah, it's 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 fun. Why don't we have those? We we don't I have, have them. we don't have all the the library editions. Actually, there's no library editions for Cora. No, there's not. There's I just, don't think so. There's just a big collected edition. Yeah, I I have all those. Do you uh-huh. really? Yeah, yeah all, let all me, six of them. Let me cop some of those. Yeah, man. I want to read I'll, that. I'll remember them. Yeah, when you re- remember them, when you remember the rift. God damn it, you dude! That was like a week and a half ago. You got to <laughs> text me before I leave the house. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I I he like. After he possesses them, he's like, if I had stayed in there another second, I would have killed him. Right. Which is like, oh, shit. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. But let's hop back over to Juan. Sure. I think I think we we covered I.I. He's part of Juan's story. Right. Well, uh, he, he turns in e- – after the incident with Robin Vatu, he kind of – he turns evil for a little bit. I, oh. I.I. does, yeah. Well, yeah. Every, but, all the spirits. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That was cool cool part where she where are he, I, I keep on saying she because it kind of sounds like a female voice whenever whenever I, I talks oh really which is why i was i was surprised that you said it was jason marsden like oh okay that's oh you thought it was i thought okay. it was a, yeah i thought it was a woman um yeah so one um i i did want to talk about what the fudge was his animal name his companion his, what the fudge yeah i don't know um, but that started, you know, the animal companionship of the avatars. Ooh, really? I mean, you would imagine, you would imagine right? Yeah. Right? Every avatar has to have a, a familiar. Yeah. Yeah. He has some kind of spirit animal that goes with him. Um, well, I mean, his is technically a spirit, but is it? I know. No, I think his. Because uh, they're, they're hunting it. So yeah, I think it's, got, like, it's an actual, like, like a. An animal. Yeah. Like See, I always wondered that. They would go out into the spirit wilds to hunt. I'm like, are they hunting spirits? Huh. Or, no, they're actually, you know. like, uh, they're hunting badger moles or something. Yeah. Know, shit like that. Yeah. Okay, or that what makes other, sense. What other pairing? Oh, this book right here has pairings of different different animals here. See? <laughs> Field guide to the, hold on. Yeah, the pigster, tiger monkey, buffalo yak. Buffalo oh my yak. god! Armadillo lion. That buffalo yak could feed a village. Sounds like something that could. Oh my god! Yeah, dude. Dude, it's big. Platypus oh bear, god. komodo rhino, rabaroo. Oh, what's that one on the top right? 
That's a dragon moose. That's that's what uh, Sokka, Fufu Cuddly Poops, oh, remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, in, uh, in the Earthbending training episode. Okay. Stuck in a crack. Arc- Arctic. No, 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 no. That wasn't that wasn't a dragon moose. It was a that was a moose lion. I thought it was the. Uh, I thought it was that big one that was Fufu Cuddly Poops. The baby that that was sitting there and bringing them like apples. Right, and but stuff? then the mom comes up it's later. A, it's a moose lion. Oh damn! But it's it's a moose with like saber tooth. Oh teeth. yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. So. Oh my god! <laughs> a dragon moose. That's crazy ass looking. Um. Yeah. I was. I was. I was looking up the name of that stupid stag. And then I got distracted by the. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I don't like. I don't get why people hate on Juan so much. I guess if if because I have heard hate, um, but I like the the story and the origin of the Avatar. I liked getting that bit of lore put yeah. in. Some people were like, "Oh, we didn't need it." I'm like, "What do you mean? Like, this is a huge world building universe. Like, it's definitely good to know the origin of the Avatar." How do I, what would I look up? <laughs> Cora Wan. Uh... Avatar Wan uh, pet. <laughs> there, we, there we go. Avatar Wan pet. Yeah, it'll come up. I like it. Let's see. Mula. Mula. Yeah. Oh, Never would have guessed that. Yeah, Mula is, is its name. I don't that's think a, they... That's a cool freaking looking... It's like a like a gazelle meets a like a, a mountain lion. Yeah. That thing is cool as shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's Miyazaki. Uh, like, the creators watch watch Miyazaki yeah. films. I mean, I think that's it away and shit. Like yeah, that. definitely common amongst all their little um, animal creations. We should totally have a have a uh, Miyazaki episode. Animal, cre- animal, Avatar, animal. Episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, because in in uh, the search, the, the mother of faces uh-huh. is based off of uh, Spirited Away. Spirited Away, or or I've never seen it. I know. Really? Austin was watching it for the first time and he was like freaking out. It's so good, man. So anyway, um, Juan, I do like his, his, uh, the, uh, evolution of his, of his character and the way that he looks. Cause he starts off, he's kind of scrawny. He's, you know, does, he's not sure of himself. And then as he gains more, uh, power and and confidence, he he, like, he grows a goatee and stuff like that. He becomes cooler Juan. (laughs) Cooler Juan. (laughs) Cooler Juan. Um, but, uh, yeah, I really, I really dig that. Like I said last time, I, I like evolution in, in my cartoons. Right. Um, but Rava. So the first time we see Rava, she's, uh, she, she, he, it, 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 I don't know. I mean, it's voiced by a woman and Vatu is voiced by a man, I think. And is it just me? I've always, I've always thought that like their voices sound a little corny. (laughs) Why? Vatu is like, thank you, like, <laughs> thank you for freeing me. And Rob was like, what? What have you done? <laughs> yeah, I never, like, I never thought about it I always it that thought way. their voice was like, sounded a little corny, like, especially Vatu. Especially um, Vatu. Yeah. No, now that you say it, I, I, <laughs> he does sound a little corny. <laughs> Get ready Thank for- you, human. <laughs> 10,000 years of darkness. It's like, um, <laughs> who's the freaking, oh, who's the old cowboy actor? John, John Wayne. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> he's human. The John, he's the John Wayne of Korra. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, God. Vatu is John, John Wayne of Korra. Oh, man. I like it. 
um, Vatu doesn't get. I mean, he. I like when he comes in and like sows the seeds of darkness amongst the like air nomads that Juan meets. That was cool when because they the air nomads were the first people to live in harmony with the spirits. Right, right. But then Vatu comes in, and that's when we first see what Juan has unleashed on the world. Right. And then and then Rava. Was, that's crazy. Yeah. That way you say it like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then Rava shows up, and she's like. This is what I told you. Like half the size, though. Right. Because she's losing power because as Rava gets stronger, they're not in balance. I'm sorry, as Vatu gets stronger because they're not in balance anymore. Right. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) So what would be what would be in balance again? If if let's say if Juan never showed up, like what 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 does balance look like? I don't know. You don't know? Because they're like constantly fighting, like literally in their fight scene that Juan shows up. Like it's pretty heavy handed the yin and yang that they're showing they're right. like circling around they're, each other they're intertwined it, in the same fashion that like dogs get intertwined <laughs> <laughs> well he separates them by like their tail doesn't he what's that doesn't he like separate them yeah. by their tails like yeah he, 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 like, he cuts, the, cuts the tails off thank you human <laughs> <laughs> i am free after ten thousand years <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go next up? Do you want to talk them or or uh, Bumikaya? Uh, um, are we done talking about Juan, Rava, and Vatu? Do you have more? Uh, not really. Well, and it, uh, Unalak, I guess we don't really want to talk about Unalak because no. he's not a, he's not a side character. Well, we're gonna. I think we'll probably do a whole episode about him or something. I don't know. I, I don't think we could do, do a whole episode. I'd like. Him. I would like to talk about just the bad guys in general. Yeah, that would be dope. Yeah, a villain episode. Um. So. Uh, maybe this, maybe this whole season is more about, uh, um, siblings, Eska, Desna, Bo- yeah. Boomy, Kaya. Yeah. Um, Boomy and Kaya. Boomy and I Kaya. like, I like, I really like Kaya when, I mean, this is season three, but when she faces down with Zaheer and basically wins cause right. Zaheer flees and I'm like, fuck yeah, Kaya. Right. And she's not even really combat trained i think she is i think she's katara she's an amazing healer but so? she's combat trained because of katara i would imagine that ang would have probably taught her yeah. something yeah. as well yeah yeah that'd be oh man that's so cool i want to see that man i, I really want to see that i want to see ang fully realized ang we training his we children yeah that'd be dope dude oh my god oh, um but booming kaya we actually see boomy at the very end of season one Right, just at the end. Right. He comes in with the United Forces, right? Yeah. Or... Yeah, well, that's when, when uh, General Iroh gets gets uh, his ass handed to him. And then, yeah. and then they have to uh, are they, call in Boomy. Are, okay, so are Boomy and, and General Iroh, are they part of the is – is it – are they both called United Forces? I think so. And, and they're like different – I think they're just different generals in the, in the okay. United Forces. Okay. So, yeah, he uh, – Boomy – Boomy and Kaya. So, which one is the oldest one? I think Boomy's the oldest. Oh, I have no idea. I think Boomy's the oldest, and I think Tenzin's the youngest. Yeah, um, that must be so sad. Can you can you imagine the oldest is a non-bender? Right. Well, like, th- think hmm. about it. Think about it. So you got you got Aang and and Katara who saved the world, who are arguably one of the uh, the strongest benders at the time, and their first son is a non-bender. <laughs> like what the hell? How did this happen? How did the Avatar have a non-bending child? <laughs> yeah, Dang yeah, it. I don't get it. Um, I always thought the 
like we see it with with Zuko as he's he's the bloodline of Avatar Roku. I thought bloodlines of avatars was always kind of weird. What do you mean? Like are they are they gonna be more powerful just just because they're the offspring of the avatar? You have to, I would imagine there has to be has some to be. some focus of that that power that uh yeah, chakra. What is it with the the cosmic energy that chakra. that comes that comes from the avatar? Something has to be. Uh, you know, they have Special? to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I've always thought that was interesting. Like, uh, but I mean, you show Boomy. Boomy's. I mean, he gets airbending eventually, but he becomes badass. Yeah, at the very. I mean, he's already badass. Yeah. When when he's when he's uh, at the very last, the very end, when when he's got the little flute yeah. and he's running around like the. The what's that the, the like encampment of the no what, what's that what's that uh, uh children's Pied piper story? the pied piper yeah, yeah he's like the pied piper for for spirits uh but he he kicks ass and yeah. and and everyone is like oh it's just boomy he's a non bender but he fucking kicks ass right and then I love because boomy he's always talking about these crazy war stories then right. he shows up frees everyone and he's like you should have seen it uh, my flute played and like it's and the, true right so like you're like oh like basically it rectifies all the random crap he's been saying well you it's know? like he's not lying yeah he actually did all these things yeah so it's, and his, his family doesn't believe him yeah, at all yeah it's so well, fun and, and when he gets airbending and and Tenzin's like i really don't have any time for your crazy ass stories yeah he's like no i really have airbending check yeah. it out so yeah i like <sighs> I, <laughs> I like Boomy a lot Kaya though, Kaya, you you really like Kaya. I like Kaya. Is it the is it the the silver hair? Is that what does it for mm, you? Sucker for silver hair. <laughs> not gonna lie, sucker for silver hair. No, I don't know. Kaya's like, there's something about Kaya that I I think she she just really reminds me of Katara. Okay. I think yeah, and and her being like the sister to Boomy and Tenzin, like. I like when the sibling dynamic they have going on, especially in season two. Right. Where they kind of like gang up on one another. Like it's like Boomy Kaya versus Tenzin or right. or Tenzin and Boomy versus Kaya or something like that. You know, it's right. it's fun to watch. And and she's a cool ass bender. I think the, the cool thing that I or the one thing I liked about uh, Kaya is when um, Janora was was really kind of going through the whole spirit thing. Um Kaya was the one that Kaya was the one that that noticed it, it. And, yeah. and basically got Tenzin to get his head out of his ass and stop yeah. acting like a jerk, right? And let and let Janora do her thing with the Avatar, right? So that I I thought that was kind of cool, um, very motherly, yeah. So I, I and I that's how I imagine Katara would have been as she got older. So Kaya, that's kind of cool because Kaya has a way of like seeing people, like so in the the Legend of Korra comics after. She's she's the first to find out that Korra and Asami are together. Really? She just like she's like Tenzin goes like, Oh, those two make a really good team and she goes, Yeah, they do and and then she's like, So how long have y'all been together? Really? But yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. I read somewhere uh that Kaya is also Yeah, she's a lesbian. Is she? Yeah, she tells him then and then and then, you know, she's Korra's like uh Korra doesn't really know how to tell her parents and then and then that's all she, that's in the comics yeah and she asked kaya like 
hey, what did Aang think about it? He's like, Aang's, Aang's an air nomad. Like, they don't care, they don't, you know? Yeah, right. Like, they're all about, you know, the the freedom of the spirit and stuff like that. Right. It's really, really cool. That's really cool. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, the first the first three comics, um, I forget what, the Turf Wars, are like, the. I mean, there's a conflict going on, but the focus is about Korosami and, okay. and the development of their relationship after after Korra. So, that, so I... Pardon me for being ignorant on this Korra Sami thing. Like I know it's it's a thing, but it, it's actually canon. Oh yeah, yeah, it, it's, yeah. It, it's in like they're together. It's in yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I, My, I honestly I didn't know that because uh, I, I I just thought it was it was fans standing for no 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 no. It's it's, it's canon. an actual canon. It's canon. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. They get was, their they get their kiss right at the beginning of the book and everything. Because it, it was ambiguous at the yeah at the end yeah yeah of yeah season four yeah. Because when I saw it, I'm, I'm like, what's the big deal? I don't. I, yeah. Why is everyone all pissed off? I think I think originally they did have like they kissed at the end and Nickelodeon fucking right. nah. Yeah, you gotta sense. hold hands. <laughs> they don't. History even... will see it. They were great friends. <laughs> yeah, right. That died together. <laughs> You know, one of okay. those things. So Kaya, Kaya, I'll drop off the book for you. They're yeah. really good, dude. Yeah, yeah. And I then the that. second one is about is about uh fucking Kuvira, right? Kuvira, yeah. yeah I've yeah. seen I've seen Kuvira on the covers on yeah. the other ones. Yeah. So yeah, <clears throat> okay. they're pretty cool. So they expand on Kaya. I was going to say that they they you know they should have expanded on Kaya some more, but if they did it in the comics, I'm definitely going to read that. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's do. I think I think we can kind of skip. Wanshi Tong. <laughs> so we have this list right here of all the, just all the characters, side characters. We've talked about Wanshi Tong so many times, but you, yeah. you see him in in season two, uh, and he kind of uh, uh, turns Jinora into Unalak, you know, and kind of betrays her a little bit. Yeah, but. I will say, I will touch. That's probably one of the funniest gags in season two. Is the little, <laughs> men, little, in little men in boxes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, apparently, I'm and, and the fox is like, like, oh, walking away all shamed. <laughs> we can talk about Iroh. Iroh. Iroh yeah. is the. That's like the biggest chunk of fan service that was ever done. I think like when you first, I, I saw it well after the fact that it, it was on on Nickelodeon. Like okay. I, I didn't watch it live. Uh, the first time I saw it was with you, like a couple years ago. Yeah. Okay. Um. And like it was, yeah, it was big. I can only imagine what happened it, when it was on live. People probably lost their yeah. minds yeah. when he first showed up. Because it's like I think the scene is like, wait, I know you, Iroh, and he's like, hello, Avatar Korra, and it's like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> he's in the spirit world. <laughs> Does, <laughs> doesn't doesn't he um he meets Boomy Tenzin and, and Kaya? Uh, later. That's. Yeah, that's when, later. He helps them when they're uh, when they're when they're. Oh, that's right. They're searching for Janora. Right, 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 right. So and yeah, they're searching for Janora. Is that season three? That's season two, man. Because her spirit, yeah. her spirit yeah, 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 is yeah, yeah, locked yeah. away. And, yeah, yeah. And and Katara has to keep her in that pool. Right. Um. <laughs> what? Nothing. It's just awesome. Dude, the spirit world in season two is so cool. It is really cool. I mean the 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 season's called Spirits, so you would imagine. Right, but Iroh, I love that he has um, Rava's teapot. Right, like right. that's like a that's like such a crazy artifact. You know, like right. as far as you know, imagine imagine this this teapot once held the spirit of the Avatar, and now it's like who better to have that than Iroh? Because right. Iroh Iroh doesn't see a powerful object. He says this this makes the best tea. 
<laughs> like you know, right. he, he's like humble, right? So that's I. Well, do you think there's anybody else that could possibly be in the spirit world in the same capacity that Iroh is? Hmm. Like, who else would be in the spirit world like that? Because he had like Guru a, Patik, but I think we don't we see him in Korra like when harmonic convergence goes down. I think there's like a shot of him looking up at the sky, and it's like he's still alive. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because he's okay. Tigwai the Immortal. Yeah, right. Head cannon. Head cannon. Head cannon. I really want this to happen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, since Argo has a has a special connection with the spirits anyway, that, I mean, I would he, say if he any, was able to see, yeah, see uh, Aang on top of Fang. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing with with uh, Tui and Law. Uh, right. You know, I, he has a special. I think it's cool that he has has such a special connection with the the spirits, and therefore the the spirits are like, come live with us. Yeah. You know? Ra- uh, uh, I think it's Ron and Shaw, Ran and Shaw, the Firebending Masters, the dragons. Oh yes, you know he he was worthy oh. of them. Oh yeah, you dude. know um everything. Oh man, yeah. I think I think the only other character really I could see that like has passage in the spirit world would be like Guru Patik. Yeah, Guru Patik, whatever. Patik. I think it's Patik. Yeah. No other. Uh, no other. I I I read something that Sokka was a was like the, a spirit bender like his whole his whole thing uh I'm, I'm, i'll have to flesh out the this uh this uh theory but i yeah i read that he was like his connection is with the spirits as well i don't want it no i don't want it i want Sokka <laughs> to remain freaking there's nothing special he's just fucking boomerang there's a um a short story in in uh team avatar tales where he challenges zuko to a sword fighting yeah and he's like a sword he calls it sword bending and and because because zuko was taught about taught by pian dao as well yeah uh he's like there's no such thing as sword bending and and he's like no the sword you, you have to say it's sword bending so they do this fight and and zuko whoops his ass <laughs> <laughs> and at the, and at the, at the end he like throws his boomerang and and uh he misses Zuko and, and then it comes back and hits him in the in the in the head and he's like, There's no boomerangs and sword bending. And he's like, Ah, oh, I got you to say sword bending. <laughs> I, I win, yes. <laughs> There's that scene I sent you, um I sent you guys in the group chat a long time ago. But like again, someone's making fun of Sokka and his boomerang. They're like, What are you gonna do with that? And he just cracks them oh, with it. Oh yes. And yes, I'm yes. like, dude, that kill like I'm like, that in my be- head, that killed that guy. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Because it's like it's got a uh a uh a sharp edge, a sharp and, edge. And, and and boomerangs were built to break kangaroo necks. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, so he just <laughs> killed that guy. That, that's in. Uh, it's in like the promise or something. Oh, or, uh, yeah. It's in I one think, of the. I think big, it's in, it is yeah. in the promise. Yeah. Yeah, it's not in like one of the side books. It's in one of the main books. Um, I just took a swig of my coffee, and there was a definite chunk of uh, grounds in there. Uh, no, it was a. A donut in there. Oh God! That, oh, oh, that was uh, unsettling. I'm not gonna oh, lie. God, Ian. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so Iroh, uh, he he actually um, kind of teaches Cora how to calm herself. Yeah. Um, and uh, and not be so crazy. How to be one with the spirit, kind of. Right. Open right. up. Because she affects the spirit world. Now, does everyone affect the spirit world? I think everyone ex- uh, affects the spirit world, but Cora, uh, being the Avatar. Would affect. Would affect. More. I mean, because you see, whenever she gets when she gets upset, uh, there's like the volcano and very Lord of the Rings ish, right? You, you know, thing going on behind her. 
Um, and then when she calms down, like the the skies open up, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, and then Janora even tells her like that because she's reacting. That's why the the spirit world is reacting around all her. Stupid so, moles. So that that's that's the argument that tells me that yeah, even Janora could affect the spirit world around her right. because she's aware of that. You know what I'm saying? Does right. that make sense? Right, right. Um, interesting how she would know that though. Like, what kind of training does she have? I don't know. Yeah, that's just nuts. But she's she maybe she was told because she's talking to the little fluff balls. Oh yeah, you know. So yeah. she she was communicating with Furry those guys. Foot. Yeah, all throughout all throughout season two in the beginning. So she probably learned from them. Yeah, that I makes could, sense. I think we could say that. I can accept that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can accept that. I can accept that. All right, let's talk about the the biggest side characters okay. out of season two. I really i I wanted to dedicate an entire episode to this. But it is what it is. We might later on. Uh, Varric and Julie. Oh, my God. Like, I I love Varric so much. At first, I didn't like him. Really? On my first watch, I was I thought he was annoying. You know? <laughs> okay. And I was just like, oh. And then they made him a really big character in season four. Right. Um, he was a huge character in season yeah. four. Um, but now I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Varric is cool. And uh, I'm looking up the name of the actor. Uh, you, oh, yes. You've, he's, seen, he's, you've seen him. Yeah. He is in everything. John Michael Higgins is his name, actually. What else is he? I, I've seen him in, in a million things. What else is he in? Yeah, he, he's in a lot of he, – he does a lot of small parts in movies. Yeah. Uh, you've probably seen him in Pitch Perfect. Okay. So yep. he, he's, like the, he's like he's the announcer. The, yeah. Um, and he's really – he's super hilarious in those yeah. movies. Yeah. Uh, but he's also, I guess his other big credit was like Alan McBeal uh, back in the day. So I, I never watched that movie or that TV no. show. Uh, but he's in he's in like Harvey Birdman. He's in Batman, the Brave and the Bold. He's in Scooby-Doo, Return to Zombie Island. So he does a lot of voice acting, but he's in a lot of live action stuff. Yeah, too. He, does, he does a lot of live action stuff. Like you would recognize his face on the street. On the street. You know, yeah. he's famous. He's, yeah. he's, he's that guy. Oh, he's that guy. In yeah, the, in yeah. the one guy in the yeah. one movie. Yeah. So he's yeah. that guy. Um, but yeah, Varric and Julie, um, he's in Yes Man. Um, okay, he's the yeah, guy yes, that yes, yes. convinces convinces Jim Carrey's character to yes. go to the seminar. <laughs> yeah, Yes Man. Okay, yeah, he's in Yes Man. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, his his famous line of Julie, do the thing. Um, it's fantastic. I love so that. Julie is the backbone of Varric. Yeah, Julie does all the heavy lifting that Varric, right. Varric gets credit for, for sure. Right. And then Varric is just kind of the idea man, I guess. <laughs> yeah. There is some, like, like genius behind him. Yeah, he has he, some kind of crazy genius. And and that is probably the only reason that Julie is with, with this guy, because he treats her like shit. Yeah, until the very end. Until the very end, where she stands up for herself yeah. and says, don't treat me like that anymore. And then he's like, like he's like lost without her. Yeah, because he is. He's <laughs> like Bowen's carrying him. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, he's such a ridiculous character. I think that's what bugged me when it first when I first watched it. How ridiculous! Yeah, how it was. ridiculous he was. But then, but then it grows on you. Like, well, so he starts out. You you think he's this this good guy who's like on who's on Cora's side or whatnot, and then and then you find out that he. Um, kind of frames Mako. Yeah. And and well, he's he's trying to frame the. I'm sorry. Is he trying to frame the Southern Water Tribe or the Northern Water Tribe? I, like Mako gets caught into that well, because yeah, he's 
right. investigating it. Right. So he's got to take care of that. He what he's trying to do is start a civil start he's the civil to, war. Yeah, so he can get, get so he can get rich. Yeah. Essentially. Uh, what Mako later says, like like oh, you blew up so-and-so, and he's like, a man has a right to blow up his own property. Like, it was, like, <laughs> right. something he owned. Yeah. Like, like a future industries building. Right. But he's like, I own that building. I own that building, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Varric, um, behind Mako and Korra's back and all that, uh, ends up uh, taking over kind of um, aggressively. Or what's that? Yeah, what's that called? An aggressive takeover? Hostile takeover of um, future industries. Right. Well... But Asami kind of, I mean. Well, she didn't really know. Yeah. He, he you know, he, uh, Asami and Mako went on that, that boat and then um, they came back and, and Future Industries was just picked bone dry. Yeah. Maybe that's why, another reason why people are turned off by season two, kind of like Phantom Menace, because it's a lot of politics. It's a lot of behind the scenes stuff, yeah. you know, that I, goes on. See, I like that. I, I uh, yeah, I'm I cool with that. Well, cool. yeah, we like the Senate as well in, yeah. in Clone Wars and all that shit. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I I did not like Varric uh, at that point, but but it kind of grew on me. I was like, man, that's he's 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 a maniacal. He's kind of crazy. Yeah. And and he gets what he wants when he does the upside down pepper thing. It's hilarious. Yeah, I think Absolutely. we want to do that here. Yeah, we're gonna we need to do a little a little reel on that one. Oh my god! Or when and it's gonna be me. I'm gonna be eating <laughs> the pepper. Yeah, you definitely out. have to be eating the pepper because I can't do that shit. Damn it! Uh, but when they when the side of the the his his jail cell gets gets blown up blown up and they and they have these wings. It's like a jetpack, right? Like a jetpack. <laughs> <laughs> and and Varric and Julie have a jetpack, and they just go. Whoop. Yep, and go out there. Which is why? Did, how did they get that in prison? I don't. I don't know. And how? It's just one of those ridiculous things that like, you're like, okay. How is how is Julie in, in prison with Varric? Like, how does? Well, that she's work? an accomplice. Well, yeah, but why? Why is she in the exact same? Oh yeah, it's the same, same cell. cell as he well, is. it's kind of like it's kind of like he's the super rich. So he's right. in prison. He's in. Uh, he's in fancy prison. Jordan Belfort prison. You know, at the end of what? A Wolf of Wall Street, oh, okay. at the end where okay, he's like, yeah. "Prison's not that bad for the rich." You yeah, know what I mean? Right, right. Like, money talks in prison too. Right. So, so uh, in in season four, when Julie uh, kind of betrays Varric, I legit was like, "This is the <laughs> this is the greatest." Uh, uh, backstab in the history of anime like i don't know top even 10 get... anime betrayals <laughs> top 10 and it's like number number one on my list of uh top of the uh, anime betrayals or uh betrayals yeah anyway um and i wanted to text you when i saw it i was like i swear to god if julie doesn't get back with Varric, i'm gonna be pissed yeah dude it was awesome because you bought it and it like shows julie's cunning because she right. knew she could sabotage the machine right machine if and and gain Kuvier's trust by betraying Varric, you right. know, and like so she did it for the better part of the world, right? And like, and that's when like I love that because I always like Julie, but that's when she stepped out as like a character, right? You know, they they wrote her to be like more than just you know this the Varric's Varric side chick, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was a really really cool part, and she's a non bender, so like when she gets found out by Kuvier, you're like. You're kind of screwed, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, how do they 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 bust her out or something? How do they? 
How did Kavira come back into it? I don't know. I'd have to rewatch season four. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen season four. Um, I mean, I have it on on random anyway, so they just all, oh yeah, you they just, just shuffle. All, they just all play. Oh man, that's dope. It, it's crazy. It kind of gets convoluted after a while. Yeah, yeah. I need to stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do that with the because I I play. Do you do it at the shop? I do it at the shop. Oh, yeah. yeah, like on I because I have like three TVs at the shop. So I'll have on the on on the main TV I'll have uh Atla playing like a random season 1 episode playing and then on the other TV I have like a, a random season 3 or, or 4 episode right. playing of Cora. So I'm just getting everything. It's just I'm all surrounded by it. It's the customers love it. Customers love really? the Avatar. They'll sit there and just and watch Avatar while like like kids will watch Avatar while they're their parents are shopping for video games and stuff. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, it's cool. Avatar, Avatar all day, baby. <laughs> Spe- speaking of Avatar all day, let's talk Brian Prince. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, well um, I think that that does uh, pretty much wrap it up. Yeah, for mm-hmm. our side character stuff from season two. Yeah. Those are the ones we wanted to touch on. Um, I like, you know, overall, I like season two. I do. It's. Um, I think it is my favorite. Well, no, season three is my favorite of Korra. Season two is my second favorite because mm, I just – Season one. Really, I, I like season two better than season one. Hmm. Season one is good. It's yeah. really, 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 really good, but I really do like season season two. I like – I don't know. I like the mystery that surrounds season one too. With Amon? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. he's like – you know, through that's that's the whole point. It's like a mystery. Who is this Who guy? Is this and guy, then, yeah. like you know, the story starts unraveling. And right, I, I don't know. I like that. Whereas the rest of the season, the rest of the series, you get a bad guy that you like. You already know every. You know their motive. You know everything behind them. You know right. what I'm saying? There, there's kind of a, a, a like a correlation with uh, Eska Desna and and Unalak and um, Noah Talk, uh, Tarlock and and. Uh, their dad. Oh, What's yeah, name? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hakone. Hakone. Yeah. How, oh, yeah. You're yeah. correct. You're correct. So they like because because they're he's evil. Hakone's evil, and then Noah Talk and and Tarlock realize that they're that their that is dad evil. is evil. And, but uh, he's using them to do their bid his bidding. Right. And yeah. and Unalak does the exact same thing with Eska and Desna. So it's an interesting, you know, similarity there. All right. So who's the bigger dick? Fire Nation fathers or Water Dude, Tribe fathers? Dude, I don't even know, man. Uh, Water Nation. Uh, uh, Water Tribe fathers suck. Suck. God. Tom Rock's cool, though. Cooler yeah. Hakoda's cool. Cooler Hakoda. He's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good one. He's allowed. <laughs> um, uh, so with that being said, we're going to wrap up. That wraps up the season two core characters. Um, where We are about to get into the Dragon Prince. So if you haven't watched the Dragon Prince... Little, little, yeah, little spoiler warnings. Little spoiler warning. It's really good. Definitely check it out. And the reason why, um, real quick, the reason why people compare it to Avatar is because of Aaron E. Ehas. Yeah, Aaron Ehas. E. Ehas. He's a he's a writer on the show. Right. And then uh, I'll have to look it up. There's another one, Jeremy. Something. Uh, I'll look up the we'll name right up. now. Yeah, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> And we're back, ready to hop into Dragon Prince, created by Aaron Ehas and Justin Richmond. Got it. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There we go. Um, and again, the reason why this is compared to Avatar's uh, writers, and then Jack DeSena is the voice of Callum, who voices right. Sokka. Right. Um, and you mentioned that before. Um, like, obviously, you can recognize the voice, but it doesn't take you out of it at all. It is a different voice than Sokka. Um, kind of, well he yeah he he definitely uh plays the character differently yeah 
Yeah. Um. I, yeah. I keep on bringing up Dragon Prince because one, it's a it's a fucking badass show. Uh. And two, I I think um as Avatar fans, uh, I think it's important. At, honestly, as fans of anything, you okay? <laughs> you okay, Rick? Uh, my bad. <laughs> as fans of of uh anything, if you if you like it, uh, and and you like the stuff that's being created, uh, you need to support the the, the creators in in all in all their endeavors. So I think uh, we like Avatar. We yeah. like Atla. We like Korra. Aaron Ehas was a writer on Atla. So if we have any hope for, for any kind of content that um, is similar to Atla or like, like Dragon Prince or if we want anything else or if we want Aaron to write for more uh, Avatar stuff, we need to support his other creations. Right. Same thing with, with, uh, I, you just said his voice actor, the voice Jack actor. Jack Um, yeah. I mean, if we, if we, everyone likes Sokka. So I think we should support Callum in the same fashion. Right. Um, cause he's a cool character too. Right. You know, um, but, uh, same thing with, with, uh, Dave Filoni. Uh, he's a, he's a big writer on, on season one of Atla. Uh, and he, is pretty much compared. He's like the savior of, of Star Wars, of Star Wars, along with with uh, Favreau. Favreau, yeah, yeah. And then so the I think there is a similarity between the two shows. Uh, in Dragon Prince, you have these arcane magics. Right. There's six of them, and then there's a seventh that's human created. But I think okay. Let me try to. Who <laughs> this is gonna be rough. So there, uh, real quick, full transparency. So I I am familiar with the story, but I have not seen it. I have not seen season three since it it first aired. So yeah. this is going to be a recap for me as well. So Ricky is just fresh off of watching the entire series. Yeah, I've been so. shit this week. By the way, Ian's been telling me to watch this series for years. For years, and like I was like, eh, whatever. And then I and then I just immediate I consumed it like like a drug so you're totally right about that right so they have these six arcane magics now if i can remember them all there's sky which is like storm and right. stuff uh there's stars there's earth uh water no moon moon sun and I, dude, I, I, did not, I did not get that deep into it. Uh, that's crazy. I can't remember. Because it, it's on that, that uh, the box that he has, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the cube has all yeah. six of them. And then, and then the humans create dark magic, which because they don't have um, an arcane like spark in them, right. uh, they have to use like other life forces. They have to, to use other, others' arcane spark or whatever right. to create their own magic and it ends up being a like a twisted form of, right. of magic it's a bastardization right and then callum can use it too because he becomes a mage okay. so okay so i, I want to go through and talk about a, a general idea of what uh dragon prince is um so <laughs> a general idea but man it's kind of like deep lore it really like it they, really they is. went like when i was watching this i was like how do you write this shit like i so there, there's, there's, um, there's two, uh, there's two states, I guess. You got, uh, uh or like areas of land. Uh, yeah, Zadia, Zadia is, is the magical realm where all the elves, uh, night elves and dragons and and just magical beings reside. Everything there is magic. Everything there is magic. It, it's like the spirit world, I guess, kind of. Essentially, you know? yeah, like, kind of. Um, or like um, Westeros, as opposed to uh, the other land that we don't talk about yeah. ever. 
Essos. Essos, there we go. Um, but uh, uh, anyway, when when uh, uh, humans um, twisted magic, they were cast out of Zadia, and they basically took over the Western lands. Yeah, and then they 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 break apart the land with like this magma strip. Right. The the the, the, dra- the dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Separate them, and then. They travel into Zadia, the humans do, to steal this heart of a golem. And during that time, uh, the the dragon lord, they call him Thunder, the king dragon, uh, kills the king of, I can't remember the name of the city, uh, but uh, King Harrow's wife okay. and Callum's mother. Right. Uh, the, the dragon kills her. So in revenge, uh, King Harrow and... Uh, Niram. Okay. Niran. Yep. Yeah. Niran. These are all characters. I'm going to have to rewatch the first season yeah. anyway. So they it... go back and then they kill the king dragon. And then uh, Niram says he destroys the, the dragon egg, but he secretly keeps it. Ne- the... Niram? Viren? Vir- Viren? The bad guy? Is it Viren? It's Viren. Not Niram? No, Niram. <laughs> God. <laughs> Um, so the, um, the, the show starts off with, uh, these night elves that are going, they're infiltrating this kingdom. Um, King, what's his name again? Harrow. Harrow. King Harrow. Um, uh, they infiltrate this kingdom to assassinate him. The moon shadow elves. The moon, like moon elves or whatever. Moon shadow elves. Or moon shadow elves. Yeah. And they, they become uh invisible in, under the full moon under the full moon i wonder if they can also bloodbend <laughs> <laughs> um and they 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 exact revenge on on king harrow for destroying the dragon prince so they they go to assassinate uh the king and they want to assassinate his uh the prince yeah ezrin ezrin yeah um so they succeed in killing the king too. They do succeed in killing the king. They they don't succeed in killing Ezrin because uh, the uh, warrior that was sent after Ezrin is uh, the other main character, Rayla. Um, and they stumble upon this egg as they're they're escaping you know, escaping whatever. or whatever. Callum uh, finds out this plan to um, to kill Ezrin and 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 the king. And he gets his he gets his tongue uh magically removed at that at that point. He couldn't say anything, right? Oh, that was by Viren, right? Yeah, I think Viren does be, it. It could be like season. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Anyway, so so um Well when Rayla and Callum when they discover the Dragon Prince egg, they're like, This changes everything. This changes because everything. Because we didn't destroy the, right, the right. Dragon Prince. So when when uh when they killed the dra the when they killed Thunder, right? Uh-huh. Um, they stole his egg. Yes. And well, it's believed destroyed. It, but. Yeah, well, yeah. They they stole the egg. The All of Zadia thought it was was uh, destroyed, which is why they sent the moon shadow oh, well. elves to kill Ezrin and the king. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, Callum and Ezrin find this egg. Uh, Rayla finds them. And then it's like, everything's changed. We need to take this egg back over to Zadia. To bring peace between the two to, warring right. nations. So the the thing with with Rayla, uh, the the Moon Shadow Elf, is they they have uh, this bond, this magical bond, a binding, it's on like them. a binding on them. That once the job is done, the binding will will be uh, released. 
So her job is to kill Ezrin. She never killed Ezrin. So she is stuck with this binding until... Until Ezrin dies. Until Ezrin dies. And the binding gets stronger and stronger. And eventually, if you fail, you lose your arm. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So it's like, damn. Right. Um... Do we want to like go into detail on on the on the story? I don't want to. I don't want to recap the whole show. I want to talk about like just some of the things I loved about it. Right. Um, the I think the the thing that really uh, got me hooked on on the show was the deep uh, subject matter. Okay. Uh, so, and it see I, I we were really into Game of Thrones at the time when this came out. So it's there's a lot of similarities with with uh, Game of Thrones and stuff like Lord Sor- of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, yeah. So uh, Callum, Ezrin, and Rayla are the main characters, and they're they're going and trying to bring peace to between the two two nations, really. Uh, and then you have the main bad guy is uh, Viren. He has two children, um, uh, a boy and a girl, one Soren and one Claudia. Yeah. So Soren and Claudia are kind of like throughout the whole show have been walking on this gray line. Right. Like they're good people, but they they're just misguided. Kind of like Eska and Desna. Yeah, yeah, a, a little bit. And so by the end of it, Soren kind of turns. He's on the good side, right? And then Claudia, Claudia. I mean, we don't know for sure, but it's uh, it's um, she's going bad. I think she's going bad. <laughs> right. Um. So yeah, the the there's a scene in in I forget which season it is, but uh, they try to take down this this dragon that's that's laying siege to this yeah. to this town. Uh, I think that's the scene that that really got me. It's really? like this this is fucking cool. Yeah, she enchants the the what are those things? A ballista. Uh, she yeah. enchants it to it so to, it, it strikes it no yeah, matter what. Yeah, yeah. but um. In the in the fight with the dragon, Soren gets knocked in, in into a, a big boulder. Yeah, and he becomes paralyzed from the neck down. Yeah, and he, like he can't move or anything. And and he like this whole time he has this secret mission from his father to destroy the princes. And uh, when he loses the use of his body, really, he just kind of breaks down. Yeah. And, and it's just a real human experience that you see animated on on the screen, uh, and um, yeah, that's that that that's what got me. And then like Cla- Claudia, <laughs> I'm gonna become a poet. Yeah, he's yeah. like I wrote any write to haiku, and it's not even the right amount of syllables. <laughs> yeah, right. She's like, no, Soren, that was awful. I have to save you. You know. <laughs> so yeah, and then uh, see, I don't I don't want to spoil it for anybody really, but the. The subject matter that that really, I guess, no, we we can spoil it because we yeah, we, we already, already talked about it. Warner. So Warning. so Claudia, um, he, she uh, she tries everything, all these all this kind of magic that that doesn't seem to work to get to get Soren his his mobility back uh, until she sees this like baby deer. Yeah, and yeah, and she goes, "Oh, I have an idea," and so she grabs the baby deer and twists magic out of it, and then. Is able to uh, get Soren to walk again, and when that when that happens, it, she she puts like a little bit of herself into it. Rogue. Yeah, she kind of yeah, she, she kinda, gets the rogue. Streak she gets the rogue. Yeah, she gets this like the streak of of white hair, um, uh, kind of symbolizing that she's losing a bit of herself as right. she's uh, repairing her brother. Uh, so the, that scene and that's that because that's deep. 
That shit, right. that's, that shit is real. People deal with that shit. Right. So, and, or like the, I guess the symbolism of, of our main characters too. You have Ezrin, the son of the man who killed the last dragon. Right. And then you have Zem, who he, Zim, Zim, who's like, they're like best friends. The dragon they're, you mean? Yeah. The little dragon. They, they have this special connection and then they, that, that being the, the tie in that they're trying to, so, or fix the war right. is the offspring of the people that created the war. Right, right. And then you have you have you know, Fuck, man, so deep. yeah, yeah. And then you have Callum and and Rayla who are opposing, you know, these, these who they think hate each other, but they fall in love, you know, and I, and that's the unition of the two sides. I you didn't, know? I didn't, I didn't picture Ezrin and and Zim that that blows my mind that they're that, the offspring, the offspring of, of, of the, the cause of the war. Yes. Yes. Shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I like that. The, when I was getting ready for this, I made that connection. I'm like, Ian's gonna love oh, this. Man. I knew it. Yes. <laughs> um. So the the thing, uh, the funny thing is, uh, on the Netflix descriptions, they they describe each episode in the same fashion that they describe Avatar. Oh, really? So they call it Team Zim. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the team funny. of Callum, Ezrin, Rayla, and and Zim. and Zim are our team Zim apparently. And I like how like people like kind of bounce in and out of it. Right. You know, you have the little girl with the dog that's in that for like four episodes, right. and then you have you have uh, uh, Corvus who's in there for a couple of episodes. Right. You have uh, Nix. You know the. The character Nyx is a, is a cool. She's some kind I, of. I love her. She's like a, a har- Valkyrie a, harpy. Harpy. That's yeah, it. she's like this harpy character that, that has wings on their lower back, and she's just a cool little little uh, character. Yeah, and I like the thing I like. Probably my favorite line of hers is, uh, "So she like betrays them. She tries to take Zim herself to the Dragon Queen. Yeah. I mean, like she's not a bad person, but like she's just a, a yeah scoundrel. And then Rayla ends up saving her life." And I, she's like, I just watch this episode last night. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, she's like, why'd you save me? It's because I'm so charming, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like she's like this. She's got this like really goofy, uh, confident personality that like I really, I really enjoyed her right. and, uh, seeing her. Um, uh, I'm sorry, go. I was gonna say another thing that that I really like about this show is the inclusion of. People with disabilities. That's exactly where I was going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one of the one of the uh, one of the the big standouts of disabilities is uh, the aunt of Aunt Amai. Aunt, what is it? What's her aunt name? Amai. Aunt Amai. Yeah. She's a like a general in in the army, right? Yep. And she's deaf. Yeah. She has she has like a a, a I don't know a, a guy who's translating everything to her. You know, using and I'm 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 fairly certain that it's actually. Um, American Sign. American Sign. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, they're actually using sign language in the show. Yeah, definitely. Which is fantastic. Yeah. So you had a a story that... Yeah, it was a post on Reddit I saw where it's this older sister. She says, you know, um, I showed my brother the Dragon Prince, and then I hear him watching it in the other room, and he starts screaming and screaming. And he runs into my room, and he starts signing, and and he's like, "She's, she's deaf like me. You know? Fantastic. And I'm like, dude, that's so fucking cool. Fantastic. I love love that. And then... It's it's the same as it, it's done really well in Avatar. It's done really uh, good in Dragon Prince. Right. That that it's like oh you can still be strong and badass and like not be hindered by by your disability. Yeah, I mean you see that with Toph for sure. Yeah, but it, but also what they do is they don't make 
they don't make it like a Toph can see with her seismic sense, right? Right. But she's always going to be blind. It doesn't fix her blindness. Right. She sees differently. There's nothing wrong with her disability. I th- right. I think exactly. I think the there's they're normalizing. You know, other people have this disability. You, right. sh- you shouldn't feel ostracized because yes, you you're deaf. You yeah. Know, there's other deaf people out there. Yeah. You know, it's awesome. And and represent or, representation matters, kind of thing. Right. And, and that's that's the collection that it's that it belongs to on Netflix. Right. Or um, the same with uh, the dog. The dog that has three legs and it and it magically gets a fourth leg, but the fourth leg was an illusion. Right. So the the uh, at the end of season one, right? Is it season one? Uh, it could be season one. Or, I think it's season one, and then it leads into season two. Right. So they meet this uh, little girl. I don't. I can't remember. Well, the names. yeah. The, the she meets this little girl, and she's riding this this big uh, wolf, husky husky freaking wolf looking animal. Uh, and she the wolf is wearing this like talisman on its neck, like a dog collar. Uh, and come to find out later on, they they meet a uh, an illusionist, mm-hmm. like a, a an elf illusionist or whatever the yeah. hell she's called. Uh, and she's hilarious. Too. She is hilarious. The humor in this show is really well done. It's kind of yeah, it, it kind of hits you in the face when yeah. you don't really uh, you know realize it. But anyway, the uh, she creates this talisman that uh, gives the appearance of a fourth leg mm-hmm. because uh, it's what she says something like it's not for uh, whatever the dog's name is. It's, it's for, for every it's for else. everybody else who who finds it weird. Right. So it it it's kind of it's normal it kind of normalizes the the uh disability. Yeah. And then by the end of it she's like you don't need this anymore. You don't need this anymore. You're sure you know you can do it yourself, right. which is awesome. Right. And then I I honestly thought they were going to keep Soren paralyzed. I thought they were going to go that way, but he does get healed by by right. Claudia. Claudia, yeah. Oh man, that scene was was really heartbreaking cuz Claudia is about to kill the dragon and he's like Claudia like help me. You know, that's he's right. like, I can't, I can't move. I can't and then move, she stops move. and yeah. lets the dragon escape. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's craziness. Fucking sick. Well, yeah, and, and that's another humanization of the characters of Soren and Claudia. Yeah. yeah. You know? And I think, shit, man. I mean, Avatar and Dragon Prince, it's, it's like the fucking characters. That's why you right. love it so much. It's right. like, it's got character development that you, that's awesome to watch. Right. You know, and even, even Viren. Viren was a noble guy back in the day. I right. mean, he, he's like you watch his fall from grace, right? You know, yeah. So Viren, Viren's the main bad guy uh, in the show. Uh, I forget who he's voiced by. I don't think there's anyone super spectacular that can be recognized by Avatar Get fans. Get wrecked. Get wrecked. <laughs> I like uh, the Arvos guy. I like how he's he's in the ear of Viren the entire time. Yeah, and like I know, I'm like Viren's getting hosed, dude. Like you think this so? guy definitely has yeah oh yeah yeah in the very in the end in the end he's yeah. gonna it's gonna be his motivation yeah and and Viren's just his puppet. Ooh, I wonder where they're gonna go with this. I wonder if they're gonna do any kind of redemption arc on Viren. Doubtful. Or if he's gonna die. I think he's point. falling too far. He's got four. There's four more seasons. They might do a redemption for Claudia. Maybe. You know, because it looks like she's going down the wrong path. Right. Um, so, um, Viren is, he starts out as the right hand, uh, man of, I forget his name again, King, uh, Harrow, 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 King Harrow. uh, and then when, when, uh, uh, the king gets, gets assassinated, he kind of becomes the king regent, king regent. He, and he tries to take the throne. That's why he wants the prince is dead. Right. 
So well, yeah. So when when Rayla, Ezrin, and Callum leave, uh, they uh, Viren gives Soren uh, a mission to go kill the princes. That way, he can take over the throne and wage war against Zadia. Yep. He shouldn't like. He sent Antimai back to the breach because the the Sunfire warriors were attacking. Oh man! Who are? Oh my God! They're so sick, dude. <laughs> the, the Sunfire the sun, warriors are so the sick. The Sunfire warriors reminded me of the uh, Sun warriors. From, sun warriors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely paralleled. Yeah. Uh, purposely. You know, right. they definitely, they, I think they drew the same inspiration probably. Like, you know what I mean? Like um, they're written by the same people? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> no, like, it's very like, it's, it's, I think it's very intentional. Right. You know? Right. Um, oh man. At the end of the series where, where uh, the, the dragon queen wakes up and she sees, she sees the ma- human and elf standing together. She sees the, the, the prince of fucking whatever that. Kingdom. Kingdom is, and yeah. then the dragon prince, and and she sees Amai and the sunfire, and Amai like grabs her hand, of the sunfire warrior, because oh, yeah. the sunfire warrior is still kind of like, huh, like yeah, right. even, but they become like friends, right? Man, at the at the end of the series, where where the there's a big battle going on, and and you know we don't know the victor, and then then that little queen chick and her army of of the the weakest links show oh. up and it's like the ride of the Rohirrim dude. from Lord of the Rings. I got to watch it again. Yeah, I'm dude. I got to watch it. I, like chills, bro. Yeah. Chills. <laughs> Riders of Ro- Rohirrim. Yeah. Yeah. In, <laughs> in, in, uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's exactly what that was. Come on, Austin. You need to watch this fucking <laughs> yeah, show. No, you'd love it. You'd love it. <laughs> or, uh, I remember, I remember when, I don't know why it stood out to me so much, but, uh, the the it's like a two episode arc um it's like a two episode arc where where um callum does some dark magic and then he goes into like a like a uh like a traumatic dream right right like you know like an acid trip dream type thing right kind of like an avatar state kind of yeah like the zuko the zuko yes yeah like like getting all this dark magic out of him and then when he wakes up he finds that he has the arcane spark of of the sky right and then he's like uh asperos or whatever and, and he, he can do it and he, he can writes, conjure it he writes the thing and yeah then he conjures it and like for some reason that scene i was like fuck yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> i was like yep let's go <laughs> fuck yeah let's go callum or uh another scene i really liked because it shows like it shows rayla's friendship with these guys is when ezrin finds out that his father dies he's like i have to go off alone he's like just let me be alone right he goes walks off and then Corvus is like, he's been gone a long time. So he goes and tracks him. Then he comes to the, his tracks end with this giant beast. And he's like, oh, no, Prince Ezrin has been taken. And when he goes and tells that to Rayla, she starts laughing. She's like, you don't know your king. Right. She's like, he can talk to animals. He's huh. it, he like he didn't get picked up. He he picked the animal up. Right. right. And like me, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that, too. Like, so that was a fun, fun moment for me to watch. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, there was one other thing I wanted to touch on, uh, Aravos, this, this big baddie that, uh, that, uh, is in the ear of Lord Viren, he's taken him over, I think, but he's also voiced by, uh, Ko, same guy that the, does Ko. The guy, yeah, the same, the same voice of, uh, Ko the Face Dealer is the voice of Aravos. 
menacing. Menacing. He's a menacing voice. So, I love it. So Aravos is this. We don't really know everything about this character. No. So he, we first see him in this uh, mirror that Viren procures. I guess. He, yeah. He he gets this mirror and he's trying to figure out what kind of magic is is associated with this mirror. So I think I think Aravos. Because his skin, because he looks just like similar to a Moonshadow Elf. He is right, an elf, right. but look at his skin. It's got like stars and stuff on it. Right. So he's got to be, and and stars, I think, is one of the arcane energies right. or magics. Right. So I think he's some dark. Kind of star st- elf. Star elf, yeah. And he says that Thunder, or he had an, her actual name, but. Oh, for the, yeah. For she the... was the one that imprisoned him, so to speak, for centuries. Right. So he's out to get her. Yeah, so. So Aravos is imprisoned in this in this uh, uh, place in this mirror or yeah. whatever. So Viren, um, he he he's able to, I guess, uh, talk with with Aravos through this mirror. Well, they do like a sacrament type they, thing. Yeah, they do some kind of sacrament, sacrifice, magic show. I don't yeah. know. Um, where he, what does he do? He gets he, a bug. He gets a bug and he like eats it, right? No, it, or, it or, like, crawls go, up on his ear. It, so it's whispering in his ear. The oh, that's bug right. Is. That's right. So, it's like this so, little caterpillar thing. Yeah. That that continues to grow as the show goes on. As as Arvos gets stronger. As Arvos gets stronger, uh, and he and it, it eventually kind of wraps around his, Viren. his like Viren's like neck, and, yeah. and he's wearing it like this shawl kind of thing. Viren's definitely getting hosed. Like <laughs> it's representing how it's taking him over. Well, yeah, it's you know, it's like his his uh, physical appearance is changing. Like his yeah. his uh, eye, like one of his eyes is, is like cracked, it's shadowy, because like shadowy. It, it, he and, puts a web over it, right? So he can oh, so he can see. So he can see. He can see Aravos when he's walking around. Yeah, fucking crazy. Oh my god. Yeah, I think Aravos is going to end up being the big bad, the big baddie. Yeah. yeah, by the end of the you series, and I think I think Viren is. I think he's gonna get like murked or something by by Arvos probably betrayed, and or like, he's gonna get murked by someone from Zadia, and then Ar- Arvos is gonna be like, eh, like on to the next guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That definitely. Make, that makes sense. And oh man, when he summons like the demon army, Viren, because they steal oh, yes, the, yes. the the light from the Sunfire Elves, right? And then and then like it transforms them all into these demons. Yes. Oh man, that is yeah. so fucking cool. When yeah. so they the the sunlight uh, sunfire sun, sunfire warriors they Elf. do this uh, this uh, I don't know they they use ritual they where they're this, like look into the light and it's like the it's, it's the, to, the it's the sun it's the I, right. I, that's how I imagined it it's the raw essence of light right they're the sun fire warriors you know so they they make you kind of stare into the sun it's the fucking dragon ritual they <laughs> judge your yeah. they judge your judge your character and then judge the heart yeah. of, the char- of your character yes yeah. yeah so uh i forgot where i was going with that but in season three they do this ritual and and uh um they do it on viren and he ends up Fighting back this this sun ray of sun, right? Yeah, yeah, and he cor- well, Arvos corrupts it. It's really all oh, that's right. Arvos corrupts it, and then... and then now it's it's now it's his power. So okay, there is something, and I I bet you f- you probably forgot about this because it's small and it hasn't been addressed. But like everything in Dragon Prince is kind of important. Like right. they they do really good to like call back and call back like right. you know right so when arvos is killing the leader of the sun warriors he goes would you before i kill you would you like to know what happened to your grandmother or whatever because 
Yeah. And then he whispers something and then kills her. So that's going to fucking come back. Okay. Yeah, that's going to come back. And then the leader of the Sunfire Warriors, her sister is the the woman traveling with Amai. Uh, right. Amai. Okay. Yep. Yep. So I th- her sister, or are they, I thought they were. I thought they were siblings. Or I thought they were lovers. Uh, no, you're thinking about the, the, the little queen, her, her parents were yep. queens, joint yep. queens, and yep. they went on that mission and died. And they died. They died okay. on the, on the mission to get the golem heart or whatever. Yeah. The same mission okay. Calvin's mom died in. They okay. Died in. Yep. Okay. She's fucking dope, dude. I love that little girl. Oh, she is cool. She's, she's, cool. uh, she's, um, I gotta watch it again. Um, God damn it. I gotta uh, watch it again. The little girl from Game of Thrones. Oh, uh, shit. She's also, uh, 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 who's what's the last name? Mormont. 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 Lady Mormont. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I can't like, remember she's her that, first name. She's cool like that. She yeah. takes command of 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 uh, her age isn't a hindrance. Of, yeah, for her. Yeah, and when Viren's trying to convince her to send her army, he has this like convincing story. But this is where we learn the history, and then she's like, she's like, I'm still not gonna do it, and right. kind of convinces the other the others to be like, yeah, yeah, fuck you, like or like. She or she calls him out. All over the place. Yeah, she. Which, I love it because she calls him out because Viren's like all of all other kingdoms have made a a decision. They've agreed, and he's like, I hardly consider I'll do it if you all do it a decision. Right. Like, and it's like, damn, yeah, you got schooled by a little kid. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh yeah, she's we, great. So we are all all kind of all over the place. Uh, I do recommend watching it uh, straight. Through. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Rayla's got to be. Oh, Rayla's got to be my favorite character. Rayla is, yeah. I think Rayla's my favorite. And character. she's she's no, really funny. I think I think Soren and Claudia together are kind of uh, my kind of my favorite. They're I, fun. They're a fun troop. They are. I like I like when they they want to find out if Soren and Claudia are going to betray them, and they use the illusion to trick them. Yeah, yeah that that's was really dope. that was really yeah. cool. Uh, I do remember what I wanted to talk about. Okay. The memes in this show <laughs> are right. hilarious. That's so right. I remember when my first time watching it, so I, I can't remember, but it's in the first few episodes where they make a meme reference. And I was like, I was like, that wasn't intentional. But then it continues throughout the show. And I'm like, oh, that wasn't intentional. And I need to go back and watch. It's in like the first couple of episodes. But another one is uh, Callum says, one does not simply walk into Zadia. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then... And then these two, I think, are in the same episode. One's not really a meme, but uh, when uh, Nyx flies off the the big animal they're on, she's like, don't touch my stuff. He goes up to the cane, and she's like, what is it? He's like, I don't know. It feels so familiar. Boomerang? No way. Yes. Yeah. So it's a fucking – it's a soccer okay. reference. Okay. And then my, like, my favorite, like, I was actually fucking laughing – um, cause I was like, this is so dumb, but she's talking about that secret oasis that's in the middle of the desert. Right? right. Right. And she's like, yeah, there's a, there's a portal that protects it, blah, blah, blah. And as they're crossing through it, she goes, anyway, here's the wonder wall. As in like, you don't know the, rep- the meme? No. I like, don't. like when you're playing guitar, like. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Oh. Like, you know. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. It's like it's like the song that everyone knows how to play. Anyway, oh, yeah. here's Wonderwall. Okay. And she says, anyway, here's the Wonderwall. And I was like, I fucking love this I, guess, I mean, I guess it had to be a guitar. <laughs> yeah. Guitar player meme. I don't know. I'll, I'll show you those memes. Okay, later. okay, yeah. Later. Send it the chat. Um, do we have anything else we want to cover on on? Dragon Prince, I, I mean, I recommend it. We uh, just spoiled the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> we just, uh, yeah, if you, we, um, it, it definitely we did, we didn't do it justice. No, uh, no. But 
but we were just excited. We're about just it. excited about it. it. It's it's something that I, I think we need to support because one of the creators of, of Atla, or at least the writers of Atla, it, it, this is another project of his. I think we should support the 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 Atla family. I yep. think I think uh, Dave Filoni, consum- Team Avatar, team, right? This team is Avatar. this is Team Avatar. Yeah. So I, I think we really need to to go through and 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 make sure these kind of stories because they're inclusive and they don't do it in 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 a preachy way. Um, right. It, it it's right. just. It's it normalizes uh, uh, the the things that people are going through right now, right. And, and we don't try to they don't try to ostracize people for having any kind of disabilities or, or even different beliefs for that matter. Yeah, or like the uh, the the elf assassin that's the leader of the group, and then when she goes back home and she's faceless, she she goes and talks to his husband. Remember, and and, the, and he's it, the guy that he's the right. only one that can see her. And right. He trusts her, but he's like, "I'm sorry." But and and, that, and that's the, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that, that was his husband. Like it. I mean, I have a wife. I have a kid. Yeah, and like, I I see that, and and it wasn't in, it wasn't an in your face kind of no, thing. It was it, and it was like oh, okay, that's that's his, because they're uh, well done characters, what, right? You right. know, and it just it it does a really good job of just normalizing all of this and making it digestible for people. And I think right. I, I'm happy. I want other people to be able to see this and be like, oh, okay. You right. know, right. It, 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 it takes things that are just controversial and it, and it, it's it, not controversial at all in, in, in this setting. And when you see it and it's done really well, right. it's done really well. Right. Um, any kind of, uh, uh, what, what I want to say inclusion, you know, that I, I think we need to support all this kind of inclusion, yep. storytelling, and so I think, so and I think it's going to be done in in Avatar, you know, going well. Forward, so, so what I wanted to say is, since this is on Netflix, they're I think they're able to touch on on subject matter uh, that they wanted to touch on in Avatar, right? Like, like homosexuality, right, right, you know, right, all that kind of stuff. Uh, more disability, uh, this and that, more politics and. Stuff that stuff that Nickelodeon really wasn't uh, yep. comfortable having on on network TV, and I think the new the new stuff is going to be on Paramount. So I don't right? on Avatar. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. So, so so since it's on Paramount, well, I don't I don't know if it's on Paramount. We might be getting more content in the same fashion of Dragon Prince. Right. So we might see Korosami. I hope so. I, be, I hope so. That'd be, that'd be Korosami's dope. dope. I don't give a fuck. That'd yeah. be dope. Yeah. Uh, anyway, with that, let's wrap up the show today. Uh, remember to follow the Cabbage Cart Podcast on Instagram. Follow Triforce AZ on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Ian, you ready to get out of here? Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm.